Good evening, listeners around the world. Welcome to the FPM Manual Podcast. I'm your host, the FPM Manual, and my name is Wally. And I'll be, you know, taking you guys on another episode of Fantasy Premier League Football, FPL. And, um, yeah, a lot happened last game week. A lot um, went on, like, um, we witnessed uh, Man United get their first victory of the season. Um, Chelsea were woeful in defense. The Leeds were hungry, and you know, the likes of Harrison and Rodrigo were involved in the goal scoring. Um, some other teams like Man City were unable to win. They got a draw against um, Newcastle in a 3 3 draw. Newcastle looked very vicious, you know, not scared of the big boys. And um, a lot of surprising results. So if you are listening for the first time, once more, welcome to the FPM Manor Podcast. And yeah, this is how we run things here. My name is Wally once again. And um, we're going to be talking about a few things, you know, from last game week. We're touching on our, t- our teams, what we scored. Um, we're looking forward to how we are going to venture into game week four. Um, some players have not turned out as good as we thought. Um, there might be question of should we work hard or not. What do we do with our Leicester goalkeepers? Those of us that went to double Leicester goalkeepers, um, who are the best white card options in case we are considering our wild card? And yeah, lots of that to talk about. So stay tuned, guys. Let's go on a short break and I'll be back. And we're back. So let's do a quick recap of game week three. Now game week three started like you know any other game week. And um one of my top um results from game week three was I think the Liverpool Mayu game. It was it was nice to see Mayu win because they had this very poor start to the season, losing their first two games about is it three one? The first one was about 2-1 to Brighton, yes. Then they lost the next game to Brentford. So, it was like the odds were not in their favor. Personally, I didn't want to think there was the sort of, you know, um, victory in that game. But, yeah, Mayu came out on top and won the game. You know, they look fired up. So, it's nice to see that. Um, moving on, Man City. Man City got a draw. Managed to, you know, get a draw against Newcastle. We were very hungry at home. Newcastle had likes of um, St. Maximin, Callum Wilson, Amirian, you know, involved with the goal scoring, Wyman City, Haaland, Gerdouin, and I think Bernardo Silva were involved for City. So it was a, you know, it was a feisty game. Um, I actually thought City would lose that game because of how it went and probably should have gotten more. From Maybe Newcastle also could have won the game. It was it was an entertaining game for the neutral fans. Um, yeah, so... That is that. Also on game week three, Spurs got a one new win against Wolves. Um, Perisic finishing with 12 points in that game. Very good option we'll be talking about later. Also in game week three, Everton drew 1-1 to Nottingham Forest. Crystal Palace won. Aston Villa 3-1. Fulham got the victory at the 10 minutes or the final five minutes to Brentford in a 3-2 win. Leicester lost um, they are less, they are, they are winless currently, but they lost their game, home game against Southampton 2-1. Um, Arsenal, yes, still on strong form. 
I'll dive into Arsenal later. Winning their third game, the 3 0 win against Bournemouth. Leeds shocking the whole world by destroying Chelsea 3 0. West Ham still without a win as they suffered a defeat to Brentford, or be rather Brighton, I beg your pardon. And um, United got the victory against Liverpool. So that's the recap of Game with 3 results. And in terms of FPL, looking at my team right now. I finished with a score of 52 points just about four points away from the average point so still managed to get a green arrow from that but i had a few frustrations from last game week um what is my main goalkeeper everton number one so i said everton leicester's number one goalkeeper and he refused to make his in fact he doesn't even make saves anymore and leicester concede goals every game at least two games two goals per game at this point so it's frustrating and um Mount to still yet with an attacking return and I paid about 8 million for this guy and his price has dropped to 7.9 what do we do with Mount? I, that was the question I asked last week this week I think we are getting rid of him and um, I also noticed I will need to bring the likes of Rich James you know later because one of those guys are not making me go up in my rank so I feel like I need to protect my rank at the same time have those people that will not that will destroy my rank have them in my team so um if i uh, that's just a recap of game week three before i delve into my decisions for game week four we'll talk about that later i would like to you know venture into game week four properly now now as i said a lot happened um during the week for example uh Man city got a midweek game um yesterday against barcelona in a friendly which ended 3-3 also. Most of our first-team players, size Man City, most of City's first-team players were sort of rested. KDB didn't start the game. Haaland didn't start the game. But some players like um, Mares folding started the game. I think Mares played over 90 minutes. They're about... Yeah, played 90-plus minutes. Um, Silva also started the game. I can't remember how many minutes he played. But a good number of players didn't play like Godwin. They didn't they didn't really start for the game from the beginning. Godwin, KDB and um Haaland, that's for the attack midfield. Defense, um Cancelo, I don't think he was involved either. Cancelo and um Walker they didn't I think Walker started the game rather. And Cancelo didn't start. So this means for us that have our Man City players like KDB, Cancelo, Haaland, we should be rest assured that they will have more minutes. In the weekend game because you know they were all arrested for the first game which they play against palace so just you know just to know that out that you know pep Roulette is already coming in full swing especially now that the champions league draw just you know just concluded a few hours ago i already know which team is going to face the you know the next team pep already assured us that rotation is incoming like is inevitable he's going to rotate alan for alvarez sooner or later so Buckle up, guys. It's just, you know, it's pep. It's pep. So, don't overthink it anyways. Just have that back of your mind that maybe one of these days you'll not see Haaland starting. So, don't be... Don't fret. Um, He'll still give you points. At least 20 goals this season. So, now, let me not um go off topic here. Questions for Gaming 4 that I've noted so far. Is it time to wild card? Is gaming four the best time to wild card? Um, that is one of the major questions um that was popping up on the timeline on Twitter this week. Due to you know frustrations from everyone, Liverpool, especially Liverpool after Liverpool, you know, lost 
um those that had like robertson and trying to like uh again why can't liverpool give us clean shit like the best minimum we need from you guys is like clean shit and you guys are not doing that so um there's a lot of frustrations i mentioned mountain my team not returning ward in goal um some guys have not been able to capitalize for the likes of martinelli rodrigo also on form for lead so the question now is it time to walk out answering it i think this question can be answered you know based on um how your team is faring if your team is not faring so well you know like you had a very poor start you picked um a few dms to start and um you know you didn't you didn't get likes of gabriel so on time i feel like it could be time to work out for you it's dependent on your team but if you have the major assets that everyone is sorting out to bring in um you might not need to work out in fact you might not even need to make a transfer because your team is okay for example let me use this for example now let's say you have perisic of last week you had um trippia you started trippia then let me just include trent and james um they didn't do much last week so okay let me just include them then you had um pope in goal and made a lot of saves and uh martinelli then rodrigo and um you know maybe harrison or something of that nature you don't need to walk out because basically your team has called many teams, you know, last week. You don't need to walk out because your team is pretty decent. You know, you don't even have Gabriel Jesus, but you have Ivan Tony that also scored against Fulham and you have Haaland. I think your team is decent. But if you don't have any of these assets and you feel like I need to strategize, I don't want to, you know, go into the season this way. I think, yes, it might be time to pull the wildcard trigger. Now, next question that answers after this wildcard question is, who do we bring in? Who are the best wildcard options going forward from game week four? You know, to further notice, like mostly most most of us, our plan was to wildcard in game week eight when the international you know international break is around. Everybody has played Champions League a little. Everybody has played about eight league games. So after that, we have about two weeks to analyze and reassess our team and look at who to bring in. If you look at a very you know a nice time to play the wildcard, but um, I don't think. You need to wait to then if you need it now. So therefore, who are the best wildcard options f- from you know from game four upwards? One on the list, I'll say Perisic, five point five million currently. Um, he had a, he could have even had more than a an assist last week. You know, very very attacking, very very high up the pitch, sending a lot of crosses to Hurricane. You know, to get those attacking return. Hurricane Kulusevski at the far post. You know, waiting for those crosses. Uh, he was very impressive. I watched him on TV in the Saturday game, and um, I was impressed with his and uh, you know his output. Um, only question is his minutes because, um, as I said, not only for Man City, um, Conte is a manager that has several wing backs at his disposal. He has a senior to can that can play where Paris is. He can also deploy Doherty if he feels like there. And um, so it's always like, okay, this guy is 33 years old. DS is very attacking, but. He can't play 90 minutes every game. Will I take the risk of putting such a player on my team? I think it could be worth the risk, you know, depending on how Tottenham defense in, you know, improves over time because the first two games, they didn't keep any clean sheet. And uh, Perisic was not really a starter. But um, he was involved in the Chelsea game and he was involved again in, in the Wolves game. So Nottingham first, you know, their next opponent away from home. Um, if Perisic starts, I see a possible attacking return or at least a clean sheet. And at 5.5, yeah, yeah, I think it's a strong option you could consider going forward. 
um after perisic our next best alternative you know in terms of work hard options i think it would be nice to go for the informed man rodrigo of leeds um currently deployed up front since bamford was a doubt last week rodrigo was able to get four goals in the first three games of the season for leeds i think uh, normally rodrigo i think his best all-time league goals was eight when he was still in La Liga, Italy goals, but he seriously are performing, will I say overperforming, but he's on form, I don't care, he's on form, and he's, you know, getting the points for those that started with him early, in fact, I think I mentioned him last week as one of the potential Bailey replacements, and um, I didn't take my own advice, unfortunately, I brought him holding, holding too much against um, Newcastle last week, so, Rodrigo is one of the players that is most sought out right now. Um, his price has gone from 6.1 last week to 6.2 to 6.3 currently and about to rise to 6.4. So if you are interested in signing an asset like Rodrigo, he's you know heavily considered right now. You could jump on him. If you don't feel like Rodrigo is what you know, it you could also go for Harrison. Three go one goal and three assists rather in the first three games, also matching the same output of that of Kevin De Bruyne at 25 points both of them share um in yeah 25 points both of them they are sitting on 25 points currently in the league so if you want to exhibit you know jumping on leads assets attacking assets and form you could also go on an error scene also just to just in case you want a cheeky cheeky chip you know differential in your wildcard team also on wildcard um I'll call Wilfred Zaha was involved last week got a goal um, I think two goals one was from you know um, an equalizer from the first half 1-1 against um, Aston Villa then later on he got a penalty which he initially missed but he scored on the rebound so um, Zaha has scored about three goals right now in the league so next game is against City um, Palace have their own way of frustrating City anytime they play them so um if you're banking anyone to score for you in that game that is not a Man City player, it could be referred to her of Crystal Palace that will get you those points against Man City. And going forward his fixtures seem decent. So referred her is an option up there. Lastly, my top my fifth option also, I don't know how many I've mentioned. Last option I'll, I'll point out here is um Ikai Gondoa, two goals in three games. You know, played 77 in the first game, 19, I think, in the last game. And, yeah, so he seems to... He's the captain right now for City. So, Pep seems to trust him more, playing in that role, in that number eight position, um, where Bernard Silva was deployed more last season. Now, um, the question still remains on, will KD, um, will Godwin maintain his first-team shirt um, currently under Pep's new, you know, structure this season or Pep's you know line of this season because we are still remain there how consistently will he get us those points currently price at 7.6 million um good one is a fair shout um for the next two three games Man City have Crystal Palace at home Nottingham Forest the next game at home also so um these games are still in between the month of August so let's watch out for Bernardo Silva if he leaves permanently then I think there is no worry on Godon's minutes. But even if he doesn't leave permanently, I think Godon is still safe for a few weeks and you could work out him in and, you know, enjoy those points as it, it, as it is right now and, you know, move ahead. So those are my top workout, you know, options for this week. I don't know if I missed any, but let me know. Okay, honorable mentions will go to 
William Saliba of last week. Ooh, I was lucky to bring him in. I got about um 14 points from him. He's got his first career goal for us now. So, yeah, Saliba is a top option. You could also consider who again. I mean, most of us already have Martinelli and Jesus, so I won't call them. Um, if I remember, I'll, I'll call, I'll, you know, I'll list their names out. For now, honorable mention goes to Saliba. Top option, 4.6 million. And get him in now and get in those points. Let's go on a short break and be back for more, guys. All right. And we're back now. Um, let me let me go back to our game three teams of last week. So among the fifty-two points I finished with, one of the most frustrating factor I feel like I've missed out on is the goalkeeper position, where um Ederson had like two clean sheets the first two games, giving his owners six seven points. Um, even Nick Pope too had his own clean sheet points. But someone like me and many others on Twitter. I watched I listened to us on Twitter. We went the easy route and brought in Iverson and um Ward immediately after Shimanke was announced to leave. Leicester moving to Nice. So it looked like a good opportunity, at least even if he doesn't keep clean sheets, some saves, right? Two, three points will take it. But currently Ward is yet to give us more than one point this season. So we have first game. I think they lost. Okay, the first game they were leading 2 0. They drew later to Brentford 2 2, 1 point. The next game against Arsenal, four goals. They considered two, two, that is like about, I don't know, I think he made three saves in that game here, yeah? but he considered four. So he ended up with one point. Then the last game, last game they were leading Leicester and they lost the game. So another one point. So it's frustrating. Like, what do we do with our double? Leicester keepers. So that is my next question. What is the plan for our double Leicester keepers? Now, Mobana option is sort out 0.5 million in the bank and transfer to one of um Raya, Anderson, Sanchez, or who again now? Those are the top three options. I think I wa- I kept them in my play watch this last week. Raya, Henderson, or Sanchez. You could also consider Meslia. Yes, Meslia was the option I was looking for too. Meslia leads on form. He makes a few saves. I mean, clinches are not much you expect from Leeds, but he's on form. As I said, his team is on form. You could consider Meslia. But the top two options there are one of Raya or Sanchez. Henderson is also good. He made a good amount of saves initially, I think, in the Western game before the last game against Everton. He also made a good amount of saves against Everton. But, you know, the fixtures are getting tougher. He plays Tottenham next week and Man City the following week. So, the clean sheet odds are dropping, so I won't consider him at the moment. But Raya has more better fixtures. Everton, Palace, um, Leeds or so in the next three. Um, in the next game, I think for Sanchez, he has um, Leeds and some other... Not I don't think there's any top side Brighton are playing the next two, three games. So it's more, it's, if you want to go, you know, just look for 0.5 elsewhere, like take a hit or take out a, <coughs> take out a player like Mount or something, and downgrade him to um if 7.5 or 7.6 player like um if I go down you can also use that excess cash and take out you know if I seen one of it if I seen of what preferably if I seen and keep word on your bench and take them out for take um if I seen out for one of 
Raya or Sanchez. Now, the third option you could upgrade him to as much as it, you know, a top keeper. I'm using top keepers here from five million to five point five. Pope is also an option in the five million category. Uh, we have Jusisa up there. Mendy too is a good option, but after last week, he's no more appealing to most of us because he made a very huge mistake costing Chelsea the game that they lost three zero. So you could go within that, you know, the top five million. The keepers, um, the Jusisas, um, Jusisa, Pope, Pope to me is my favorite option in that category. Then Mendy. Or you could, you know, go, you know, go higher. Loris had his first clean sheet of the season last week, so Loris, um, Ederson, and um, Allison, those are the top keepers in the five point five category, five point five M category. Um, Ederson is obviously a top option there because Liverpool are still without a clean sheet this season, and um, Loris will be next. Then Allison currently bottom of that list based on form. So that is the answer to that. I will not spend too much time here. Moving on. Next question is, what do we do with our Liverpool assets? Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool, most of us started with either triple Liverpool, two in the defence, that is Trent, Robo, or two in the attack, that is Salah and Diaz. Diaz have gotten a goal so far in the first three games. Um, Salah, he got an assist, about two goals and has two assists. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, um, I think it would be fair to keep Salah question now is should we um take out um our liverpool defenders especially should we take out both should we leave one i feel we should be able to take out one and robertson is still the victim in this essence because he's you know it'll be less involved in in the crosses like we used to see from trent and trent is likely to score a free kick anytime soon robo is not really in that category he can you know he can trade some set pieces from here and there but um Trent is still much essential. So I feel like if you have Trent, don't be in a haste to take him out. I know it's nice, it's always, you know, not nice to be frustrated after watching the game. I know that Trent could have done more, but Trent is a player that over time he will, you know, he will get to those points, those assists, those attacking returns. And um, he still got that 7.5 million going forward. Next game is Bournemouth. I mean, I saw someone trying to captain him saying he wanted 5,000 likes and he got his 5,000 likes. So Trent is Trent is, is still is still one of the top defenders with Cancelo and um, James when it comes to attacking wing backs, and I will not advise selling him currently, to you know just to accommodate the cheaper players like Saliba. If you have Trent, please keep him going forward. Meanwhile, I think um the, in the triple Liverpool essence, you could uh, you could drop one of them, you could drop Diaz down to Godwin, you could drop Diaz down to um Madison, you could drop Diaz down to even Rodrigo and you know Harrison try and save him more cash for later. I don't know, but he, I mean Diaz could still score. It's Bournemouth they are playing. This is a team that considered five to Man City, considered three to Arsenal. They won their first game, um, so it's not like they are entirely bad. But they are playing Liverpool next, who are without a win. So um, you can still keep your triple Liverpool assets. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad idea either. So that's my thoughts on that. Wrapping up this podcast, we'll be touching on our. Top captaincy options for next game week, and um, for me, my number one pick here will be goes to Gabriel Jesus. Next game is against Fulham. Fulham seem to play a little bit much of an attacking football this season. The first game they drew two two to Liverpool. The last game they won three two to um, Fulham. I think the the second game it was a goalless draw against Wolves. So they have considered about five goals and scored about 
considered four goals and scored five goals. So they seem to you know want it more than most of the promoted sides. And uh, but this could be a peril, you know, this will come at their peril for them when they play Arsenal, who have a very strong home form currently. I mean, it's just one game though, but it's strong. They won four two to Leicester, and um, if Fulham want to go out, or go all out as they have been doing this season against Arsenal, I think it will be very dangerous. And this is where Gabriel Jesus will step in. He is very, you know, a very skillful player who knows how to read the game and locate his teammates. So I feel like Gabriel Jesus is a top option here because on the eye test and the statistics and the XG and the ownership of it, one point something percent. I mean. Arsenal home win. I think Gabriel should be involved in the goals and he's a top option going forward. The odds of Arsenal winning this game is about 77%. So, except something goes terribly wrong, Arsenal should easily win Fulham with about two goals plus thereabouts. And hopefully, Gabriel should be involved. So, that's my top captain for this week. Others consider Salah obviously against Bournemouth. Liverpool are still without the win. Salah on penalties and all of that. So, yeah. Salah is number two on that list also. We also have um, Ellen Haaland. But note, you know, Pep has mentioned that Haaland was injured for most of last season and didn't play 90 minutes a lot. So Haaland could get rotated in the 80th or 77th minute. And uh, surely if things get tight, if Fulham find a way to ease him, you know, block him out from, you know, making those relevant touches that he will need to do to score. But nonetheless, I think, I think Haaland is reliable. He's trustworthy to get us those points going forward. Um, if you want to try a differential option, differential captaincy, you could go for Kevin De Bruyne. Has been on top notch form. Three goals, sorry, three assists and one goal. One goal and three assists so far. Twenty five points. Um, he has been the one. You know, when Haaland is not stepping up, he steps up to the plate, and you know, go all in for the goals or assists. So, Kevin De Bruyne is a top option. Also, Harry Kane for um, Spurs. I came for sports. Plays games against Nottingham Forest. I mean, this is the side that also got promoted. I mean, they are not bad, but Hurricane should be involved. So, if you are trying for looking for something different, Hurricane could be that option you could look forward to for game week four against Nottingham Forest. Mm, what else? I think, yeah. Should I make my predictions for next game week? Let me look at the schedule. Let me look at the fixtures for next game week and make my predictions for game week for game week four so next game week will start on a saturday 12 30 fixture here in west african time nigeria Southampton versus manu i think manu um got a good comeback win against liverpool however its consistency now is one in question but can they maintain it uh against a very you know optimistic Southampton side i feel and you should be able to maintain it, but it will rely on their resilience in defense as they did against Liverpool. So I'll back man you here just because you know they are man you are back man you here with maybe a two one win. Yeah, I'll do that. So Brentford against Everton, I'll say Brentford wins it here. Everton have been poor in their attacking attack. They have not scored a lot of goals. Literally just got their first goal last week. So with Ivan Tony and Bemo and you know um Brentford on home good home form after winning a 4-0 win against Mayu. I see Brentford winning this so Brentford win 1-0 2-0 about so that's my prediction Brighton versus Leeds two strong teams you know that were in the bottom side last season in the bottom half 
currently unbeaten. Blades are three games unbeaten. Brighton two three games unbeaten. You know there is clash of heads here based on form. Um, I will give it a goalless draw or a one-one draw. I don't seem. I think Brighton have a good good home advantage here slash. Um, they understand that they seem to understand the tactics better. Um, I I will give it a draw. I'll give it a draw. I'll give it a one-one draw or goalless draw. So I don't know. Leeds Leeds have good players, but I feel like. It's very you might not favor them this time, but I'll just say it is draw here. Chelsea Leicester, Chelsea terrible defeat against Leeds. They will need a wake up call. Leicester conceding at least four two goals per game. Very terrible defensive record so far. They have not been able to ship in replacements for the players they have let go. Profana is not happy. Um Ward in goal is conceding. Oh no 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 no. Um, Chelsea, they are serious um and they get more attackers. They will be able to score four goals in this game but they don't have that luxury of attack so i'll back um chelsea to win nonetheless but maybe two goals to new um hold in gabriel um, your wrist james just in case he plays that win back position against um leicester he'll be very much involved with the goal scoring that game then we have liverpool bright um bomb out liverpool three two three no win should be possible they should be able to knock out the five-man defense of bomb out so i give liverpool a win here let me just rush this quickly. City Palace City win. Uh City win or draw. City win or draw. I'm not sure um if Papers figured out what he's going to do for Palace, but I think he should have gotten um you know tactics in mind to you know break down Palace style of play and you know able to score and finish more chances because most of the problem is they are finishing. So City win or draw. Arsenal Fulham, Arsenal Street win, two new thereabouts. Um Arsenal Villa will play on Sunday, two PM West African time here. Aston Villa Wolves Aston Villa West Ham. West Ham still without a win this season and Aston Villa not very consistent. I'll back West Ham here to get at least a draw. I think a draw a draw is very feasible. A draw is feasible, but um they should be careful of uh, Oli Watkins uh, in form now. But Aston Villa defense is not quite strong. So I think I'll back West Ham here. I'll give West Ham a win or draw against Villa. A win or draw. Um, Wolves play Newcastle. Tight game. Newcastle have been struggling to score lately. While, I'm sorry, Wolves have been struggling to score lately. While Newcastle have a very, you know, formidable team. You know, compared to how the, the team... You know, since from the beginning of the year that, you know, Eddie Howe was able to make those recruitments. They have been very, you know, steady in their defense. I'll give Wolves a draw here or Newcastle win. Newcastle win is very feasible. Um, possibly clean sheet also. So Newcastle win instead of uh, Newcastle win. Yeah, Newcastle win. Then um last game, Spurs, Nottingham for Spurs. Spurs should be able to win the game, but you never can tell. I feel like this is one of the games that there could be an upset. Um watching the Williams next week, last week, and the eights and uh, you know Tofolio and uh, Lingard, Johnson, they could have done better against Everton. They could have gotten that win. So, if they have that same tenacity facing, you know, the Tottenham guys, I feel they could be an upset here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I feel like 2-1 upset, or, but normally you should favor sports. So, nonetheless, I'll give sports the win. But just keep your fingers crossed in case an upset happens. You know you heard it here first. So, that's my prediction for next game week. Um, Time to do my team review and we are out of here.
moving on to team review my team for game before i'm playing my wild card yeah I, I looked at my team last week i felt like um, we could have done much better um me and my boys yeah i felt like my team could have done much better and i want to i want to maximize the opportunity to bring him a few players i have been watching like the likes of rodrigo and james i told you i I need James in my side before he, before he perishes me. They're gonna score two goals now, and I will not have enough crying. So, uh, and I also needed to fix the goalkeeping position because if I seen Ward, ah, uh, I feel like that's a big that's one of the big mistake I made starting the season. So, yeah, this is my team currently now. Um, in goal we have Pope playing um Wolves. I've upgraded my goalkeeper to Pope. In defense, um. Alexander Arnold, Saliba, Cancelo, and Luis James. And in the midfield, Salah, Martinelli, Kodouan, and Rodrigo. Then attack Gabriel Jesus and Haaland. On the bench, Walt goes to the bench permanently. He will never start again. I promise you. And um, Da Silva, first sub, second sub, Michael Williams, and third sub, um, Acha. Now, this team is 90% new because I am still not sure if i'll keep good one i mean i like to own him but i feel like i might need ivan tony instead i've been swapping between the both of them i've not made up my mind yet but 90 percent done this basically the team i'm going to venture with you know entering game week four so how do your teams do last week you know let me know um if you have any questions concerning game week four if you need more clarity um, just message me on Twitter or Instagram at FPM Honor and I'll answer your questions there. Please note, um, Champions League draw was done earlier today. So, in the future, there'll be more. Um, in fact, I think maybe this weekend, I'll try and fix fix up um, a UCL fantasy pod for you guys to listen to. Just explaining my thoughts on the draws. Which um, groups are much favorable or should target, you know. With quality teams, we should look at likes of Benfica, um, Dynamo, Zebreg, Ajax, Rangers, all those kind of good teams that have quality players and they might have cheaper assets. But um, we'll fix our time for that. I'll let you guys know on Twitter later. But if you want to hear more from me, if you want to, you know, send me your draft teams to review, you have questions, please, please don't be scared. Message me at the FPL Manual, Twitter and Instagram, those are the platforms I am printing. And I'll be there to answer your questions. Okay. That's it, guys. Um, thank you for listening so far. If you're here by now, thank you. Please share to your friends, share to your work colleagues, let them listen, and have a blessed weekend ahead. May your arrows be green, guys. Bye bye.